Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 638 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles. We got a full crew. We've got Ben Funky Askren, Oliver the Bear of Stone, David Bray, Stephen Kyle Brackey, and we are ready. Uh, this is the last FRL of the week, so. Um, we got to cram in quite a bit. It's cadet week. Cram. So that's what we're going to be talking about. Cram. Nate Jackson style. Um, so that's why Bray's here because he knows like all these things. But a couple things we need to get to first. Ben. Oh, man. <laughs> I just opened the dock and I knew I knew you were going to be on fire. So just, just breathe fire right now. <laughs> breathe fire. Well, what, did, what were your thoughts on the rule changes, Ben? It was weak. So weak. So weak. So... If you don't know, check out flowwrestling.org. But the NCAA Wrestling Rules Committee released their recommendations. And as you know, we've been waging war against the out-of-bounds edge rules since, like, 2015. Because they've been terrible from start up to this point. And Andy did an awesome article where he talked with Rob Cole and Tom Ryan and Brian Smith and Mark Branch and... The general consensus from the coaches is that this is a disaster. That was one of the quotes um, from Coach Cole. Coach Smith said, I don't even know what I'm watching, what the rules are anymore. This is, you know, one of the best coaches in the country saying he doesn't know the rules. Okay? So after all that and all that feedback from the coaches, all the feedback from the fans, uh, should you would assume the feedback from the officials, because they obviously don't freaking know, the recommendation from the rules committee is for continued education and training to both coaches and referees on the proper <laughs> expectations and application. Translation, it's not our fault. It's your fault. You, <laughs> you guys just don't get it. You guys don't get it. You don't understand how smart we are and what a great rule this is. So allow us to just to educate you further so you can understand it, okay? So the, they're saying that they're not the problem. The rule is the problem. You guys just don't know. You're just not educated enough. You don't understand it enough. So that to me is like the least accountable solution, the most backwards logic they, that they could have applied to this situation. And it just shows that's the kind of rules. That, it's that kind of decision making that shows how you get a rule like you have in the first place with this with these edge rules. And yeah, um, I don't know. I was I was so I was so annoyed and disappointed. I would rather they didn't even address it than to say. We're gonna we're gonna offer some education here for the refs and the coaches so that they understand it better. Preposterous. How weak is that? It's so so it, weak. Literally, the, I think it is it is the weakest <laughs> response possible 
because they will not look in the mirror and say, this is bad, our idea was bad, it doesn't work. And instead of saying it doesn't work, they're saying, no, it's perfect, it's great. They just don't understand it. So uh, when we're saying we, we, uh, who is, is it a singular person? Is it a committee? Because it, you know, it, appears like, it appears like all the coaches want to change. So who is the person or persons making that decision finally? Um, so it's the, the NCAA rules committee. It's like a number of, it's like administrators, <clears throat> officials. There are coaches on Coaches. It. Yeah. Man, so why can't they figure out how to get it changed? I have no idea. My gracious. You know, weed's legal in almost every state in the union. We can't get the <laughs> dang step out approved. What's going on, Ben? There must be some people who are not very convincing on the committee because... Not at all. To, any, to anyone watching NCAs, um, and I have been an anti-step-out guy for a long time. And after watching NCAs, I was even like, we need to do something. This was It was atrocious. It was terrible. Um, and you guys have been beating that drum for multiple years now. Yes. And yet they still refuse to do anything. Yeah. So we're at least on for one more year of this rule. Uh, and, and I'm not sure the cadence for when rules can be changed, but I feel like they can revisit it next year they did make some actual changes but i'm just overall disappointed that this was what um what they concluded andy seemed to think you know after talking to people on the committee and talking to coaches he's like i feel pretty strongly there's going to be something some sort of change some sort of something uh, and a uh, nothing burger um nothing the, the continued education piece is like you know, every once in a while they'll put out a, a new rules video. Here, here's what we're doing. I mean, even that, and then trying to make sure all coaches and athletes are looking at that video and and showing competence in that. It's this is going to be a giant waste of resources and time as well. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I remember the first video they put out where they were showing the same things on, on the mat, and they were calling them differently. I was like, well, this is that's the whole problem. So anyway, that's the problem. Uh, that but you know it'll we'll, we're up for one more year of that disaster at least. Um, I'm just I think we should just accept it's just a part of our lives forever. Uh, the biggest change I would say is the change to sudden victory, which now sudden victory one is two minutes of neutral instead of one minute, uh, which um, I feel I thought like, we also we did not like that didn't we? I I don't like it because one. Well, Ollie may fight me, which, you know. Uh oh, Ollie. What are you going to do? Because I'm just thinking about the 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 heavyweight overtime <laughs> matches where they just stand there for. Now I'm signed up. But it's just because I don't understand that high level hand fight. Is that the right? The details. Oh, yeah, the details. It's, I have the rules committee, by the way. Okay. Uh oh. Um, uh oh. So put it's the, nine members. Four members shall be from Division One. Two members from Division Two. Two members from Division Three. An additional member shall be a secretary rules editor. Um, so you, the executive associate athletic director, is Jonathan Reeder from App State. So he's the AD of App Wait. State. <laughs> That's there's another John Confu Reader. It's confusing. It's spelled already. different. Very, very confusing. Spelled Reader spelled different. All right. Is the AD of Appalachian State John Smith? Oh, um, which one? 
<laughs> the Oklahoma State okay, Johnson. Good. Got it. Really? Um, John Smith? Are you telling me John Smith couldn't look up, look a group of people in the room and tell them, you're, cha- you're changing this rule. This rule's been dog shit for three years. If you don't change this, I'm going to get up and whip everyone your asses at this table and change this rule right now. Maybe tell me that didn't want happen? the rule change. I don't know. Um, then you have the AD at North Dakota State, Jack uh, Moggin. Uh, writer, so head coach. The, oh, hold on, hold on. He's the former wrestling coach. Is he? I didn't know that. Yes. Remember, his dad was his dad. His father was the head wrestling coach there for thirty some plus years, um, and then he was the head coach for a couple of years before Kish took over. Gotcha. Dang. We got a lot of good smart people on this thing. Yes. Um, What's happening? John Hangey, the writer, head coach. Austin what? DeVoe. What? Austin! I got Austin! That's my college teammate. I'm calling him right now. You are. Where's he at? Mines? <laughs> yeah, the head coach at Colorado Mines. School, Mines. Uh, Cy Wainwright, the head coach at Newberry College. Uh, Brad Bunn, the, or Brune, I don't know how you State University of New York at Cortland. And Robert Fox, um, Waynesburg University. They got Robert Frost. Well, they so, took the. Uh, did you really call him Austin DeVoe? I text him. I can't call him while on the show. Uh, <laughs> that, that committee should be able to change these rules. Who who was telling them they shouldn't change them? Uh, I think the Illuminati is involved. I'm just gonna say it. <laughs> I think the Illuminati, Jeez, for whatever reason, weed. doesn't like to step out, and they're they're lording power over this uh, very competent wrestling rules committee. That's only yeah. the only logical explanation. Oh yeah, dis- disappointing. I'm not mad at uh, the sudden victory two minutes. I, I'm not like huge fan of it but i'm not gonna get upset about it either so I, the, the one thing i remember i said was that i know a lot of people like kind of if they're if they're better on top and bottom they may just wait around till the till the top bottoms happen if it's yeah. a minute it's gonna be hard to do for two minutes so i mean that that may potentially provide a positive i mean the, i think the overall match length makes it um so is it two minutes 30 30 then another two minutes or is it then one minute and then, then it's one minute more? okay interesting and they're, I don't hate it. Didn't they propose, too, that um, after the first set of rideouts, whoever has more riding time could win? Um, oh, really? That would be interesting. I don't see that. Um, yes, in addition to the time change, the committee also recommended that one of the wrestlers may be declared the winner after the completion of the first two 30-second tiebreaker periods if either of the wrestlers has at least one second of advantage time. So it wouldn't go to the second set of tiebreakers. You wouldn't go back to sudden victory. Okay. Yeah. So like, if you both escape, one guy gets out in five seconds, the other guy gets out in ten, there would be a I mean, winner. That's, that's going to make someone want to get a takedown because that is... Uh, that's yeah. a roll of the you know, dice. Well, yeah, it's essentially the, the winner will be determined after this top-bottom. It's very, very unlikely, obviously, that there will be a tied ride time. Yeah, unless there's ride outs uh, for both. Man, can, I mean, I know you, this was always a possibility, but now it's, it's, there's, I guess, more likely you could have an NCAA champion who has like gets out in six seconds instead of seven um, winning yeah. an NCAA title. It would be like, sort of strange. But I think, I think the point of the rule is to avoid – Riding time being the yes. deciding factor, which I, I I understand, but the one the one thing that listen they can't re wrestle the match, right? But my one sort of 
qualm, I guess, is why why we're just ignoring the mat in when we go to tiebreakers, when we go to overtime. It's just like it's so neutral heavy. But at the at the end of it, two minutes, I guess I'm fine with it. Although I just I can foresee some of the the heavyweight uh, hand fighting, but Ollie <laughs> by by that point in time, Ollie and not 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 to be too Christian. sizes because there's plenty of other weight classes sizes. that that'll do uh, that'll and plenty of heavyweights that do some of the that don't do that. You're exactly hey. right. Okay. Our man Christian Metz doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> don't hate on Christian. any form of the Mets. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Christian, were you a wrestling fan in the year 2000 by any chance? Mm-mm. Okay, at the Olympic trials in the year 2000, and I'm blanking on two, which two guys, but there were two Greco heavyweights. And at that point in time with the rules that you had to score three points. Right. And if you didn't score, you just kept on wrestling. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> These what... guys, I don't know how long it was. It was like 30 minutes. Man, those heavy forever. Chevys must have been tuckered out at that point. That's yes. real warrior wrestling. Everything else, that little scrambling, roll around on your back, do flip over here. That's uh, fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so those were um, some of the changes. The other biggest change is, oh, I'm, uh, um, I don't know what to think about it, but the committee is recommending a one-time exemption to the 1.5% weight loss descent plan for a wrestler that moves up one weight class to compete. Uh, when the exemption is used, the wrestler may weigh in at the higher weight class, and rather than using the one half percent, the wrestler may compete at the lower weight class after five days elapses. So this allows, um, you know, Caden G. Feller to be a yeah. one forty one, but Bulu Allen's hurt. He can go up to one forty nine for a duel, and then come back down to one forty one the next week instead of jacking up his his descent plan. So part of me thinks this is good progress in the right direction. The other part of me, I don't understand why it's only one time. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like... Why didn't this go all the way? You can't be... You can only... Well, what's the rationale for only one time? So you can be unhealthy one time in the the season, but not multiple? Yeah. Like, why couldn't you do that a couple times throughout the course of the year? That doesn't make sense. Really? I mean, yeah. Think about how, how injuries work. I mean, the example you provide... If, if Bulu Allen's hurt and... Oklahoma State has a duel on Friday and on Sunday. What he can he can choose one of those events. Yeah, and that's it. Like, what's the difference? And and why not for a couple of weeks? Yeah. Why? I mean, it's just yeah. The, the one time doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. What do you think about that, Ben? I it doesn't make sense. I'm glad that it's once. Uh, it's better than zero. But I don't know why they didn't go all the way. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Yeah. Any other rules changes that stuck out to you? There, there's something about a two hour weigh-in that I don't quite understand because. I, I didn't understand it, was, it either. I thought it was already the rule. Yeah. So I couldn't really discern. Well, what um, about the in-match timing? Is that not a big deal to you? Because that would have uh, probably declared Josh Heil the winner, not Boo Boo Allen. Yeah. Is Bracky, what, what was your understanding there? of that? I mean, it's cr- like they could have just done that. Like I don't understand why <laughs> they couldn't have just done that. Um, the uh, rule real, change though. that they're proposing. They can essentially go back. If there was a timekeeping error, um, they don't have to do the dead time anymore. Okay. They can go back, figure out how much time went off, and put it up on the clock, which, I mean, they literally do. Like, I'm, I've seen officials, like, <clears throat> or tape workers be like, I'm sorry, I didn't start the clock, and the assistant ref's like, five seconds. Yeah. We'll start, yeah. The, we'll start, the, clock, we'll start the clock after five seconds. I've even or seen... let it run a few extra seconds off when mm-hmm. they go out of bounds to get it to where yeah. the correct time is. 
uh, they could have done this. To say they couldn't is BS. I've even seen at like some lower level high school tournaments where it's like the coaches and the refs will be like, eh, what do you think? All right, let's put on seven seconds. Collectively that's fair. Bargain. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's on, that's on Long Island. That wouldn't that wouldn't play at Buffalo Gap. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm not even gonna say it. <laughs> not even gonna say it. That's that's all his go-to move. Okay. Uh, so those are the rules changes. Sort of a you know. There's something. It's not a nothing, but they they missed the big thing. Hey, apparently uh, it's pretty big non-news. That's sort of news. Uh, sort of applies to our guy Ben Askren a little bit here. He's yeah, a little bit. He, he's he's funneling uh, quite a few kids to the old to the old Panther train, uh, including one Panther Parker train. Keckheisen. Um, so Doug Schwab, who did not apply to the Illinois job for the Illinois job, was offered the job and turned it down. He says, "I'm staying." Mm. He says, "I'm on the Panther train," which I find to be one. Very admirable, um, super loyal guy, and two really interesting that you know Illinois is apparently looking, you know, outside thinking outside the box, and I kind of yeah. like the move from Illinois. It's like listen, I like it too. I uh, oh he didn't apply. Listen, that's that's how that's how the the best coaches are pursued. You reach out to them if you want them, make yeah. them an offer, get them interested in it. You know, their his resume speaks for itself, right? So I kind of like the move from Illinois. Shoot your shot, um, Coach Rob Stan, which uh, I kind of love. I kind of love it. Yeah, um, I like the fact that they're going outside and they're being kind of being aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, that man, that's some all programs should do. They should just go try to find the best candidate. And I really like Mike Poeta, but obviously I don't. I'm not his boss. I don't work with him at University of Illinois. Um, and even if he was doing a great job. I'd probably still say, hey, let me go check out these other three or four dudes who are also doing a great job, and let me pick the best one. It's, it's really that simple. Right, and, you know, if if at the end of the day when the dust settles, Poet is your best option, you can always still hire him. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's what that's what I've never understood, right, when they just I never got pr- it. promote the guy. It's like, well, do you know that, you know, f- fake fake name, K- Kale Sanderson's not interested? We know he's not. It's not probably a bad example, but, like, there's a lot of really good coaches. Shouldn't you make yes. sure that they can't be persuaded to to come and join your team? Make them tell you. It, make it's them really just no pure laziness. It's really just pure laziness. It is laziness. Apathy. It's more apathy than laziness. I'm sure that these – well, I don't know if it's both. Um, but so I, I'm encouraged to, to see them, you know, go that route. Um, and and as far as Schwab is concerned, I can't really see him ever leaving. Maybe to Iowa if that mm-hmm. job ever opened up. But he's from roughly that area. Um, he spent his college time in that area, and I'm sure as the head coach of Northern Iowa, maybe he's not uber wealthy, but he's probably living a really good life. Probably very yeah. happy where he's at. No reason to move. Also, um, you know that I feel like the the fan support and the community. I yeah. think that's super unique to to yes. you and I. And with Illinois, is it going to have that? Is no. there is there ever going to be a <laughs> rabid fan base for? Well, there, I mean, there could be. There could be. I'm just saying, there's not right now. There's not right there's now. Not right now. And yeah. but you know what? Freaking Kevin Dresser made it in Blacksburg, and Papalizio in Raleigh, North Carolina, made them made yeah. wrestling really important there. So you can do it. Mm-hmm. You can definitely yeah. do it. But it's it's not there right now. Um, Correct. So, 
Are and, we hearing anything else about the job? I feel like things have been quiet there because, I mean, I assume they were going in-house. I heard Tony Ramos applied. Um, As he should. It yes. feels like he's too young, though. Doesn't yeah. It? Yeah, I mean. What's the 29? Am I wrong on that? Uh, look. Yeah, probably around that. It's around my age. Tony Amos. Tim, Tony Amos' age. <laughs> How old is Tony Amos, the brother of Braxton? That's a good question. 72. <laughs> send, send that screenshot to... Listen, I... <laughs> I forgot how long uh, Tony Ramos was in. Um, <laughs> He's a Brazilian actor. I want to make sure to get that. Like, get that oh, my there. goodness, guys. Um, so, <laughs> I don't know. All right, if, we'll never know. We'll never know for sure. But, um, yeah, so I think I heard Tony Ramos. You guys are being ages. So I've heard. too young. I've heard Poeta, and then Poeta bringing in someone like uh, Jake Herbert. Um, He's 30. Jake Herbert. I don't think Jake Herbert's going back to college coaching. Yeah. I right, here we go. Oh my gosh. Here's Tony Ramos. <laughs> wow. Um, there you have it. He's got a birthday coming up in August. He'll be 73 then. Um, <laughs> the wrestler Tony Ramos is 30. Well, this guy, this, I'm pretty sure that's the wrestler Tony Ramos. Kyle. Wait, did this guy or did the other Tony Ramos apply for the job? <laughs> the Brazilian actor. The Brazilian the actor applied. Okay. Yeah. Um, right. He got a second interview, but I think they're going to go in a different direction. So, uh, as the jujitsu guys say, right, Ben? No. Yeah. Yes. Who? Who else? Are, you think like? I mean, obviously, the the obvious that everyone has to call, but we'll probably say no is Casey Cunningham. Uh, I'm sure they probably called him, and he probably said no. Who else do you guys think they called? Hmm. Is Brian Snyder even getting calls anymore, or is everyone just like he's going to be the next head coach in Nebraska and he's not leaving? Brian crypto Snyder called me to talk about crypto last night, but I didn't answer. I was busy coaching. Oh. So I will ask him maybe he's Call him back, dude. Call him back. He was yeah, maybe like, hey, you coach, should I be the head coach at Illinois? And he was like waiting yeah. there for your advice, and then he may have uh, let the opportunity slip. I really wanted him to come to Wisconsin when the job opened up, um, and I will tell you he was not really interested in even in interviewing at that point in time. He is He's outstanding. He's awesome. And if he's if he didn't want the Wisconsin job, I feel like maybe this is yeah, wrong. Yeah, it's Wisconsin's way more a, hippie. Yeah, he's uber liberal, so he would have loved Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he'd have loved it. Yeah. So if he didn't want that job, he's I don't think he's interested in yeah, Illinois. I don't think so. Well, speaking of Wisconsin ties, someone like John Reeder, uh, I could see him throwing his hat in the ring. It just depends if they're looking for head coaching experience or or what. But it seems like there's a lot of uh, there'd be a lot of good potential options. Is there anyone with, that has that was from the state of Illinois at a, a high school level, and then you know has gone and had success and they could bring back because it feels like to me that that would help i mean the state of illinois is so good now they're fine they're finally producing at the collegiate level how many all i mean they had a ton of all americans this year i can't say it off they the top did of my head. a um, lot t typically it's been tougher for them mm -hmm. um they had a rough yeah. stretch there they had a rough stretch of of having high rank guys coming out of high school and not really materializing on the other way but uh yeah they had a great one last uh yeah, so if you can start keeping people at home, um, that would be outstanding. Yeah, I, I just wonder, did, did the Chicago area, so the, the bottom line is the majority of the elite Illinois wrestlers are from the Chicago area. Did the Chicago yeah. area kids have a real fidelity or like loyalty towards Illinois and Champaign, which is like a, just a different no. part of the state? I, I, I don't feel know. like they could. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, you build it. It's like, I mean, it's, it's, you can say the same thing with Penn State and Pennsylvania kids. There was not a fidelity to Penn State before Kill got there. And I, I guess to an extent now, there's still Pennsylvania kids going other places, most notably Iowa. But I'm guessing if you're really good in Pennsylvania and Kale wants you, there's a really good chance he's going to get you. Typically, yes, that is that has been the case. And what had been sort of interesting to look at the two lineups, and Iowa was more Pennsylvania heavy, and Pens- Pennsylvania. What wasn't it? Was it last year they had like one Pennsylvanian in the lineup? I think. There Sometime were, recently, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I can't recall yeah. what which year that was, but um, yes, to your point, true. Yeah. So I don't know who else. Uh, yeah, we is, have not came up with a lot of good candidates. We're kind of Donnie Pritzloff. I mean, would he want there it? You go. Uh, he's. Uh, I feel like so he was in the mix for the Wisconsin job, and I think Wisconsin or not really. Ruck, Rucker, not really. I don't think so. Oh. There was some bad blood from when he left earlier. Yeah, what what happened there? Some Barry, uh, Barry Pritzloff sort of feud type of thing? Yeah, very, very, yeah yep, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But it, it does seem weird because it seems like he – it seems like he is a head coach quality level person and should be. And it almost a little bit feels like he kind of occupies that role at, at Rutgers. You know, like he feels like a head coach. Mm-hmm. I know he's not. Um, and so you would expect him to go somewhere at some point, but maybe it's the same thing like a Brian Snyder where, you know, he's close to home. He loves it. He, he's really happy with where he's at and he doesn't really want to go anywhere. And if the job opens up eventually, he'll take the job. Also, I think a big part of that is why you see these, uh, some of these really, really good and qualified assistant coaches stay is because the head coaches are smart and delegate a large amount of responsibility. They feel great ownership around the program. They feel like they're yeah. super involved. They're getting, you know, you know, Jordan Brian Snyder's in the corner with Jordan Burroughs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine he's running a large part of like I'm sure Donnie's probably running the room. They, they yeah. just have great involvement. I think that's I think that's what Kale's done at Penn State. Is like there's a ton of ownership and involvement for for Casey and Cody that. They don't want to leave because they're they feel super valued and yeah. so I think that's probably what is going on with Donnie. If I had to guess, he seems every time we're there, he seems super involved in in the in the operation. So this is not a head Can coaching you- candidate, but but I'm very curious what like if a, whoever does get hired, how much are these guys trying to target a guy like Gabe Dean who one has shown mm-hmm. the ability to recruit and and you know be a really good young up and coming assistant, but also has a brother is a built-in NCAA finalist who's probably going to transfer with him. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that, that's, a, that's a pretty sick package deal there. Um, yeah, we <laughs> hey, let me ask you guys, that? Where are they going? I think they said Michigan. But well, yeah. I'm not, hey, let me ask you this question. Did, I remember making a list maybe, maybe five-ish years ago. Um, I think it was on podcasting with Tommy. Of uh, the top assistants who are not head coaches or, you know, top, maybe top head coaching candidates. Mm-hmm. And it felt like, oh my gosh, there are so many good names on this list. Like when are some of these jobs going to open up? And now we're, I mean, we're kind of struggling to come up with a handful of really, really highly qualified good names. And I, I kind of almost wonder is part of that because there's the guys in America are competing so much longer um, that, you know, they're, they're not becoming assistant coaches and staying assistant coaches for a while. Whereas, 
you know, say 10, 10 to 15 years ago, the, the athletic population post-collegiate generally weren't sticking around for more than a couple of years and they were moving right into coaching. Do you guys think that's having an effect? I think that's part of it. I mean, guys like David Taylor and Kyle Dake, under normal circumstances, 10, 10 years ago, would have probably begun their, their coaching career. But because, because of a combination of their success and the longevity of their career, they don't need to start coaching yet. So yeah. there's some big stars like that. I mean, Jordan Burroughs is a guy. He, he Well, he coached one year, actually. But, right. you know, he's a lot of the best guys aren't entering the ranks. Uh, the, the list probably then was like, Donnie, Bormet, uh, they were both at the same place. Brian Snyder, Mark Perry, um, and then Perry. Damian Hall was, was an assistant. Damian, yep, he was definitely one that was, his name was thrown about. Uh, Casey Cunningham, obviously. Casey. So it's like with Casey and Cody and Brian, I feel like their names just don't get brought up because it's like they're just not going to go unless, like. Yeah. I, I think a major job would have to open we up. We gave up on them. Yeah, we just gave up. There's going to be assistance until they get uh -huh. the the job, right? Um, yeah. Which, you know, that's that's awesome. I think it's cool. It's part of. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's helped Nebraska a lot. That that continuity um, is huge, yeah. and obviously for Penn State, it's a huge factor as well. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Bracky made a super league. Um, can you explain this? I'm, I only learned a little bit about this. I'll uh, do my best because I'm not the you are our, most well-versed. You well -versed. are our soccer expert. <laughs> um, so, essentially, uh, English Premier League, a bunch of teams the? in the English Premier League. I don't know where he's going. A bunch of teams in the English Premier League and other top soccer leagues in Europe decided they were going to break away and make their own Super League. And it was going to be 15 teams. Um, they had 12 at the time they announced it. Uh, it has since just completely folded, and it's not going to be a thing. But it was essentially like the 12 to 15 most popular teams, and they were going to be in this league, and they were just going to play each other for a bunch of TV money, like much more guaranteed money than they were getting in the leagues they were in. So uh, and, in the leagues, let me ask this question. Yeah. Is it because – do they only play in certain countries sometimes? Like the, is that how it works normally? Well, so they play – they would all see each other in the Champions um, Champions League. So, But you have okay. to – you can only get to the Champions League if you finish like so high in your league in your country. Mm. And then you go to the Champions League. And so the whole point was it's really hard to get to the Champions League, uh, which is where you get more money at. It's also yeah. you have the risk of being – relegated if you stink now most of these teams aren't ever really close to that but yeah. with this new super league they can be in that league they can make a crap ton more money um guaranteed money that they wouldn't be guaranteed every season in the premier league or whatever league they were in they would have to qualify to go to the champions league and they wouldn't have to worry about relegation they would be in they would be in this thing and they'd be getting all the tv money and all this stuff well everyone lost their minds and all i the majority of teams have already backed out of this after they announced it on Sunday. But it got me thinking, and before they did away with it, what would a Super League for NCAA wrestling look like? Who would be in and who would be out? So, like, you're trying to base this off of not necessarily just the best teams, but the most popular as well because you're trying to sell this. I don't know. I guess if you're looking at it as almost like, you're putting this out for people to bid on mm -hmm. for rights. 
Got whether it. it's on TV, streaming services, whatever. So you're not just looking at the top 15 programs. You're looking at who brings the most value. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Maybe oh I gosh. should. Your fire alarm? Is your house on fire? Um, F up. I can go out the window. <laughs> <laughs> ben is a dedicated podcaster. This this show is wild. You're wiping your computer. Listen, we got... I, I spilt coffee everywhere. I can't believe you guys didn't notice. Was, I did. It was on my I, computer. Well, I didn't know it was on your computer. I saw it on your phone. <laughs> on my phone, oh. my computer. I just kind of I hung tight. I was waiting for Ben to go on a little bit of a monologue, and then Tyler could have just cut to Ben's face, and I could get up, and no one would have known. But oh, there we go. It wasn't happening. So, I, so. I, I, okay. I just, hey, so I have an idea, Brecky. I'm going to take this somewhere else. Okay. Super League idea. Okay. 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 What if we got to do? You guys might even just steal it. This might be a business. You guys can steal it if you want from me. Not an NCAA Super League, but a World Super League. So you have the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club versus Dagestan versus, I don't know, what's Tehran Wrestling Club versus Baku, right? Something like, something like that where it's international. So maybe you have like four American teams and then you have, you know, a couple Russian teams and then you have a couple teams from, um, Iran or you know Azerbaijan, something like that. What do you think? That sounds. Um, that's not where I would start if I wanted to do the biggest really? thing. Yeah. Personally. What? Because you, you but college wrestling they already wrestle each other. Well, but we just dissolved NCAA wrestling. We're just making a super league. Oh, it's totally geez. fake. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, but, well, that just sounds like us versus other countries, really. You know. Yeah, or I guess you could do like you know. Osage. No, it's not us. It's no. It's it's the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club versus, right. and then maybe you have uh, who's the second? But you know, maybe it's a Gopher or who else could field the full team? Spartan Combat, and then you also have uh, Osetia, and you got Dagestan, and you got Baku, something like that. Okay, I'm in. There you go, because you can't dissolve the NCA. They will not allow that. <laughs> Serbia, but this it, isn't real, Ben. <laughs> We're gonna make it. <laughs> I mean, this is something college football has talked about for a long time: is pulling away from the NCAA and just making a super league. For real? Oh, that works. Serious? It just I'm like... being serious. They could do it because they. I mean, the NCAA already doesn't run the college football playoff. They couldn't. They, there's certain sports that could pull away from the NCAA and be just fine. Basketball is not one of them because the NCAA runs March Madness, and that's where a bunch of schools make money. But in football, they could do it. Because the really? TV contracts are worth so much money in mm. football. And, um, like, the the story I read on this, in football, this guy made the 15-team Super League, didn't reach out to an, uh, a, an executive in TV and was like, how much would this be worth in TV money if these teams only played each other? And he said $1.5 billion. Per team? No, wow. just for, for the, the rights for the yeah, whole thing, and did. then they would distribute that between the fifteen schools. That'd be nice. Right now, the TV contracts for college football are usually in the hundreds of millions. I think ESPN is going to pay like five hundred million for the new SEC rights. Um, but I don't know. I thought this would be interesting. Uh, Tyler, I think has my list up um, that I came up with, and you guys can feel free to roast away. Um, I tried to have a order. team. I did because I was just looking. I was looking at. ABC teams. Uh, yeah, I was looking at the list of teams in ABC order. Got it, got so it. So I just put them on there as I saw fit. So, again, you're looking for brand recognition. Are you good? Uh, is your program popular? Is there a fan base? Um, I don't know. What, what do you guys think? 
How many did you pick there? Is that 15 or 16? It's 15 actually in the Super League, and then I, I put you know six or seven on the outside looking in. I can see arguments for teams that I have on the bubble for teams in there. Um, if you have anyone in particular, so I'll just run mm. for the people not watching. I'll run through who I have in real quick: Arizona State, <clears throat> Cornell, Iowa, Iowa State, Lehigh, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, Nebraska, NC State, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, Penn State, Rutgers, Virginia Tech. Hokies. I think I like it. There's no one. I don't think I'd make any changes. Where you and I is the closest, and they're. <laughs> So the two. Why are you laughing like that? <laughs> Story Long Island program. Uh, Listen, oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even put Ohio or West Virginia in this. I was super duper serious with this. Well, yeah, obviously. But what is <laughs> <I>? <laughs> oh, no, I get too. it. I get it. Yeah, I get Ben, it. I agree. I think you and I and Oklahoma yeah. are probably the two that. Yeah. Who would you take out then? It's funny because those are kind of like opposite programs mm -hmm. because like. Oklahoma has this like insane tradition, but the fan base is not really there right now, and the success in really the there. recent success hasn't been great. Whereas well, Northern Iowa got crazy tradition. Christian, they won the uh, what was their what was their previous name? They won an state title. Teachers College, correct? Yeah. Yes. So yeah, that's the that tradition. But like you know, before Schwab, the Penrith era, they were definitely a down program with with not a huge fan base. Schwab yeah. brought the fan base back, and the success has come with it. I think okay, you and I. Um, who would you take? Who's the, who's the bubble team? I think the bubble teams are like Lehigh. Lehigh's a bubble, hundred percent. Rutgers. Oh, they're a bubble, yeah. Man, I yes, don't know. I Rutgers. Agree. Rutgers packs that place. Packs the rack. And that's why. But they're not always great dual team though. That's true. <clears throat> well, you need somebody to beat up on. And the, but if you kind of look at <laughs> if you kind of look at what they bring, so they bring. The New Jersey market, like that's mm -hmm. one thing yep. that like we got to get that Jersey market. You place. have to get the Jersey market, especially in wrestling, and they're doing a much better job of keeping Jersey kids home. I think I see the trajectory of the program still continuing to go up. They're recruiting well. Yes, they're recruiting very well. So, um, and I so I just thought what they bring to the table they, is really they, big. Hmm? They generally have some really good star power between like Soriano and Ashnault, Sebas, Turley uh, from. The pause, oh, wow. the pause is the pause is on the, the pause rise. is the coming. Pause, People dude. really like Sammy Alvarez. He's fun to watch. There yep. you go. Yeah, uh, the bowl. He's very relatable. He, you know, he got, so, he got overweight. We can understand. But why I do we? Uh, why do we have fifteen? Why don't we have sixteen? Sixteen's like you know. You, you could, could have like, more. I just did the same format that the Super League did. So you uh, could you could you could <laughs> do more. Um, fifteen seems awkward. Then someone's always got to. I really thought, man. I really thought you guys would push back more here. Well, okay. On why on who? I don't know. Uh, I think I could I, see Virginia Tech listen, people I'm, arguing against Virginia Tech and NC State. I'm bouncing Lehigh. I'm putting in you and I. Okay. I'm good with that. I think I think I went with Lehigh just because he's gonna be angry uh, of the tradition. They've still continued to have that success in recent history, mm -hmm. and then they do have a pretty big fan base, and it's in, where it's at in the country. Yes, it is. And all right, Ben is <laughs> everyone ben. is just leaving. I'm sorry, this topic was so damn boring. Christian had to leave. Ben had to I leave. Didn't leave. No, I, I love this topic. Listen, here ben, he comes. what's up with the disrespect? Yo, I got a coffee oh, delivery. No, I lost my thing. He got a coffee delivery. Oh my, my gosh! Because <laughs> you wouldn't stop knocking. <laughs> she wouldn't stop knocking. All right. Well, okay. Yeah. So I, 
I think Lehigh, I think Lehigh Rutgers are the ones you could take yeah, off. Yeah, no, for sure. Those two are the bottom, and then probably the ACC schools, just because that How dare. The success, Rutgers. The success is very recent, you know? It's not this longstanding tradition at those schools. Uh, you can't take Jersey. It's yet. very recent, but I don't see them falling off anytime soon, and they've both cultivated really good fan bases. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Pitt's worth a mention just because there, there are mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, there's a big fan base there. They 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 seem to be coming along. I don't know if they're quite in yet, but but they're close. I think they're really close. They're getting there. Agreed. Would we have a relegation system here? Yeah. Well, that was the thing. I think you got to go. Yes. Well, that was the thing with the Super League is there was no relegation, which I think is is dangerous because if yes. these fat cats that own teams can they just sit lazy. back, fat cats. They can just sit back and get the check for from the TV deal, and they don't have to field a good team. Why are they going to pay $300 million for the next Ronaldo or whatever? Yeah. Which you see that. 100%. You yeah. see that with the Colorado Rockies. I mean, yeah. Oh, my there's gosh. Don't get all me kinds of professional teams. They don't care about winning. They just care about making money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, oh. I don't know. I thought this was an interesting concept. Spay pushed back <laughs> On Missouri and Nebraska, for some reason, in the office, I thought those two what? were pretty clearly in. Man, yes, the, clearly, not even close. Listen, everyone, everyone gets on me for being a Missouri hater, which I am not. But they, they, <laughs> they would not be the right list if they weren't on there in Nebraska. Yes, same deal. Okay, sure. fine. Well, let's make a Super League, and yeah. then. Uh, but we get relegated here. I want my Dagestan Super League. Dagestan. I, yeah, who's the worst? Who's gonna be the worst team in this bunch next? What are we year? gonna do? Two or three Rutgers. teams get relegated. Rutgers, Rutgers will be high. Rutgers will be good next year. Um, with Seabass back, Alvarez um, back. He Alvarez me, again hinted at. Um, Was he going twenty five? Seabass going down. No, oh, he's going stop up. being mean, you jerk. <laughs> no body shaming. Um, I'm not body shaming. Must have been he, nice having a six pack all your life. All right, it was tough for some year. of us. Okay, think that was the past. This, this is, is now. now Caleb Piles. All right. Um, yeah, they'll be, I think Rutgers could be good next year. Okay. David Bray is here. If you didn't notice, he's right here. Haven't it, left either. It's cadet. We, <laughs> Thank you for not leaving, David. Yeah. I neither Ben nor I left. We had to get up. No, you it, left. You, we had, you walked away from the table. You walked away from negotiations. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> concerned about the company property that was currently covered in coffee. Um, yeah. Okay. So cadets are coming. Ben is very excited. This is one of his uh, most targeted, tournament. probably tournaments for for his guys. I think, and I think it's a, I think it's either this one or for high school level. So I I don't count juniors as high school level because there's a lot of college people in that field. For strictly high school level, I think it's this tournament or Super Thirty Two. They're the toughest. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's any argument there. And I mean the stakes okay. with the stakes with this one are are much higher because you know you get on the team now you're getting invested in by USA Wrestling. You're at camps with senior level guys, you know, the junior level guys, and, and yeah. there's just so much development that comes. And so, um, yeah, it's it's the, the tournament. I'm super excited about it too. Yeah, and then, I mean, the other thing that's really cool about this tournament that's kind of different than Super 32 or even Fargo is the weight classes they use often bunch people from multiple weight classes into one, right? So we get to see some of those matchups that we maybe wouldn't see other places. Yeah, yeah, going from 14 to 10 weights, right? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and really, there's not very many up top. You know, you're going. I have to do the math on the exact kilograms, but you know, when you go from 
61 to 65 to mm -hmm. 71. I mean, that's you're, you're encompassing. And then really the, the other crazy one, and this is not great for my guys, that, that 71 to 80 jump. That's like, so it's like, well, I think it's 156 to 176 or some, something in there. Mm -hmm. Like that, yeah. That's a really large jump. Um, and in high school, you're, you're, you know, 52, 60, 70, and then 82. And so essentially you have two weight classes where there were four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm really excited about some of those weights for this weekend because, and I put some weights in the dock of like weights that I'm excited about four weights, but 71 kilos, for example, is really exciting because you've got a couple guys who have, who have been ranked at 160, like Antrell Taylor and Josh Barr who are really good. But now Levi Haynes, he wrestled, he wrestled 138 at super 32, 145 all high school season. And then just Jeez. recently bumped up to 52. He's going to be wrestling that 71 kilo bracket because his other option is go down to 65, which is a little bit lower than 145 where he was during the year. So that's a guy I'm super interested to see. Levi Haynes, that is. He's an M2 kid, um, Biglersville, Pennsylvania. Really excited to see him against guys like Antrell Taylor from Nebraska, who kind of just kills everybody in Nebraska, and Josh Barr from Michigan. Different styles, but guys from, from different weight classes that you know you wouldn't normally think about hitting each other. Yeah. Um so and I guess the other thing, just looking at this chart real quick, and I don't think I don't think they're putting this up anywhere. But obviously there's a lot more guys ranked lower. But I, I think that makes the most sense because as you get bigger, there's more juniors and seniors that are are ranked. And um, you know, a lot of the freshmen, sophomores, and upper weights are not ranked where that's not the case in the lower weights. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these I mean, these lower weights are are absolutely loaded and and um I mean fifty one kilos is it, uh, 51 and 55 both have a really good number of ranked kids, but but it's pretty wild when you look at, at who's in here. Um, guys from 106, Caden Williams is number three, Alan Kohler's number nine, and then guys from 113, Mark Anthony McGowan's number one, Nate Jezeroga number three, uh, Drew Heath is 17, Nick Treaster 19. Um, those guys are all in at 51, and uh, I, I think this weight class is the one where um, probably – Mark Anthony McGowan, Nate Jezroga is, is a final that a lot of people expect. And I, I want to see that match. We could have seen it this last weekend at the Ultimate Club Duels. Both guys were entered, but their teams didn't end up hitting. Um, I, I love the matchup. Jezroga, such a hard hand fighter and just super tough Seabolt guy. Mark Anthony McGowan, as, as slick as they come and, and super fast. Um, have you thought much about what that match could look like, Ben? Um, no, no, I have not. Man, I think... Yeah. I, I, I mean, honestly, guys, I, I and this is a, I, we have, it's great to have you on here. I feel like we missed so much because we didn't have UWW 15U, 17U juniors last year. We didn't have Fargo last year. So normally, where I have seen all these guys and became, hey, they're they're especially the in the Northern Plains, like the Midwest guys, where I'd be like, oh, I know that guy. I watched him wrestle. I watched him wrestle. We missed all of that. So really, you know, like the only thing we went to was Super 32 and now postseason nationals. And that's really it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean McGowan. People know because he's made cadet. I mean, he cadet world champ, right? So yeah. he's been he's been around. Um, it's kind of hard to believe he's still cadet eligible. He man, he must have been young, super young. He's fifteen, yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's pretty crazy that his his star you know rose so early and he's still still cadet eligible. Still small too. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, and, and when he's, you see sometimes the guys that are small, they'll they'll try to bump up, they'll wrestle up a little bit and kind of test the waters. And he's done that some. He wrestled Mason Gibson uh, at an, an event that Mike shot in Jersey. and That was a close match, right? Really good yeah. match. Gibson ended up winning it, but it did seem like size was at least a little bit of a factor there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is a weight class that, that I think is a good, really good fit for Mark Anthony. Who are the biggest standouts, best? Uh, who do you think are uh, the guys we're going to be talking about the most after after this weekend? I think Mark Anthony McGowan is is one that people are going to remember why he's as good as he is. But but that's why I really am curious about that Jezroga match. I think Jezroga is he's right there. Um, he he is you know he's a guy that that really wouldn't surprise me if uh, if he pushes Mark Anthony and figures figures him out. But I still think it's going to be McGowan. I think we're going to be talking about him. You guys yesterday talked about some of the some of the up and coming middle school guys that are going to be entered in this in this tournament. I think Bo Bassett, you guys are dead on. We're going to be talking about him. the The thing is, um, you know, that question you guys were asking this question yesterday of, would you rather enter your guy in in U15 if they're still age qualified for that division or cadets? I think because it I, does say it does say on the website there's it's you cannot double enter. Yes, Just correct. FYI. Yeah. So I, I think in most cases, I agree with what you guys were saying yesterday, that it makes sense to to enter them in, in U15. But in the case of Bo Bassett and and um, a couple other guys like, you know, Nate Desmond, Sam Herring, those guys are at, at small enough weight classes that I think they, they have realistic chances of getting on this team, um, given given how good they are at such a, a low weight. I think they're not going to be a ton of older guys that, uh, you know, that, that are going to push them. But I think in general, I agree. Like, it's, that's, you know, if you can go fix That's one of those it. where I, I don't know with these age groups, but I can tell you explicitly with Cadets Juniors at Fargo, like Junior 100 and Junior 106 are so much easier than Cadet 100 and Cadet 106. So I always am annoyed when – a kid bumps up an age group because it's like, oh, you you wanted the easy way to all American because you know junior one hundred usually has like ten guys in it or something, whereas kid at one hundred is like eighty guys. One of the toughest weights deep. in the whole bracket. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that that's the case with this at all because I'm not as comfortable with these age groups. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, but that you don't think so. So then, but is the other one maybe the, I'm going to go read this, but I feel like. Maybe the 15 U's aren't going to the world championships also, now that you you said something about that, um, which there would obviously make no, a big difference. So the 15 U is for Pan Ams. Pan Ams. Okay, yep. And uh, the there is no – there's not going to be a world championship, or at least UWW is not having one, uh, a 15 U. And I'm, so I'm not sure if USA Senate or, or how that's working. Yeah. Is there no Greco World? Oh, no, no, no. The Freestyle and Cadet, well, yeah. World Championships, Hungary, July 19 through 25. Oh, yeah. You going? Uh, if we get some guys on the team, I, well, that's Fargo, isn't it? That sounds Fargo y. Sounds, yeah. it, sounds yes, like it. Is. Sounds super Fargo y. Cadet, yes. Cadet Worlds sounds- is, is really, it's like overlaps with part of Fargo, too. Almost every. Well, they, 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 sorry, that was. I thought was. I think, oh, sorry, sorry, I thought you were saying fifteen U. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there's no. There is no fifteen U worlds. It goes. Got it. Got it. That's not till. Uh, that's not till October. Okay. October. Okay. Yeah. Pan Ams. Hey, so Gabe, till October. Yeah, Gabe Arnold is not on the list. I'm. I'm assuming that's a, a misprint or something. He. Yeah. He. He was. Re- he's registered. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, he's he's registered. Oh, he probably didn't okay. pop on the on the ranked list because his, his he's entered in the rankings as Gabe and he's registered as Gabriel. What the heck? Uh, oh, Come you guys on, got bro. a bot or Come something on. that searches him? Yeah. yeah, his name is Spay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> no, yeah, Sp Spay does great spreadsheet stuff and 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 pulled that list and so I just missed it in the double check. Yeah, Gabe, I mean that weight is going to be awesome too. Eighty kilos, Gabe Arnold, uh, James Rowley, Hayden Walters. Take Knox I got a Warren. bunch of hammers in there too. Who? Yeah, FYI. which guys you got? Let me Put let me look through. on all of your uh, kids so, now. Well, all of them. Eighty. Well, at eighty, there's four that are really good. So Mirasola, Mirasola, they're the twins. One of them mm -hmm. one at one seventy as a freshman. Um, Mulvaney took third in state, and he's placed a bunch of a national level stuff. And then um, Lowell Arnold actually made the finals of the. Um, the tournament, they, the big tournament they did in Iowa a couple weeks back. The, I can't remember what they call it. It wasn't. The, it was. I was really annoyed because the there was a Folktale National. Showcase. That one. He made the finals yeah. of that. Yes. I'm not. I'm not so, trying to start drama, but why is he listed as Portage Youth Wrestling Club? Because that's <laughs> where he goes to school. We're not oh, really okay. big on pushing like you have to sign up for AWA. We're not really big on that. A lot of them do, but it's kind of eh, whatever. Yeah, that's that's the right right approach. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that that'll be a fun weight class for us. And then seventy one is another one that's I think that's gonna, that weight class is gonna be a lot of fun. So you have not had a cadet world teamer, is that right? Is that what you said yesterday? Never, never. So only thing we haven't had someone win. Uh, Josh Otto was the closest. He lost to uh, he actually beat um, Facundo in one of the three matches in the final two or three, and he's the only guy we've had to make the finals. I think. Dang, Unless I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. You asked about other, you know, guys that we're going to be talking about by the end of this weekend. I, I think Mason Gibson. Everybody's already talked about yeah. this guy. People Ooh. have been talking yeah, about him. But about him. you see, you see the way that he, like his skills translate to freestyle, and it's it's really interesting. He actually had a couple close-ish matches this last weekend at at Ultimate Club Duels, but like he, he and he even told me at, at PIAA's he was like, man, I'm I'm really looking forward to freestyle season because I love I love slamming people. He's like, I love being able to bomb people and. Um, you know, yeah. when you're picking guys up and, and hitting two cartwheels in a row uh, while you're still oh my like, onto your that? That yeah, wild. like that's wild. And uh, and so he but he's in a super, super loaded weight class, too. Um, Spencer Moore from Kentucky is really good there. Uh, Corey Land from Alabama. He's so funny, man, because he'll, he'll he'll wrestle 26 or, you know, even I, I'm trying to remember if I saw him at 32 one time this year, but he'll wrestle 26 he during the season. He was ranked at 32 <clears throat> at the beginning of the year because he wrestled at some tournament up there. Yeah. And then at Super 32, he was like, uh, at rest, like 113. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Shapeshifter. <laughs> Corey Land. He, I mean, I think, uh, you know. He, he just has no competition in Alabama. Yeah. So he just gets fat and happy, you know, during the, Why not? During the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. But he, I mean, mm -hmm. he competes well too. I mean, he he uh, he was third at Super Thirty Two at one thirteen, but then recently up at one twenty six, he uh, he beat Steve O'Poolin. Oh, um, yeah, he's you he's know good. who he had a crazy match with. Oh, I need to look this up to make sure I'm not full of crap. Uh, I want to say he got killed by Nicolar though. Yeah, um, he I lost. Him I was watching him at at Folkstyle Nationals, but then he came back and placed way higher than him. Yeah, Nicolar didn't place. Um, he, Correct. but so yeah, he lost yeah, eleven. He lost eleven to two in the, in the third round. Then he came back and he won one, two, three, four, five, six matches in a row to take third. And Nicolard DNP'd. 
Yeah, and uh, Nicolar got beat by, uh, I think got beaten that tournament by Carlos Negretti, who 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 Corey Land ended up beating Corey, in that tournament he, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he's he's good. I, I like I like him at this weight, and then Cale Hughes um, from Oklahoma too. He's he's really tough. Yeah, uh, another guy I really like in here is Webster from Illinois. He's pretty scrappy. Um, that's we're at fifty five kilograms. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched him a lot. He's really tough. I'm mean, fifty five kilograms. I, I recognize a whole bunch of his names. Uh, and the other guy that's from Illinois in here too is um, Joey. For now, he's pretty scrappy too. Oh yeah. Got to keep your eye on that I don't know anything about, but I think you should. His name's Smokey McClure. Yeah, he's out of Washington. I don't know anything <laughs> oh about God. him, but he sounds like trouble. Yeah, there are some names, man. You come, <laughs> you come across some names when you're uh, when you're reading a lot of high school results. Joe um, Blaze, Joey That's, Blaze. He's he was. I can't remember if he's still in the rankings, but he he was just in the last couple of weeks. Okay. Joey, Ooh, we Blaze. got another Voinovich in the mm-hmm. mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Kale. Lots of kales with alternate spellings, though. We've got K-A-L-E, like the vegetable. We've got K-A-E-L for the Voinovich. I mean, he's still <laughs> competing for USA teams where his brother is, is uh, made the transfer over to Serbia. That's, that's uh, yeah. You, Wait, is, that, is this that. for real? Yeah. It's for real. Yeah, he's, he's Wait, from what I understand, he's wrestling in Victor, Victor Voinovich. He's going to wrestle at Junior Euros or Junior Worlds for – no, I think Junior Euros first and then, and then maybe Junior Worlds oh. for – uh, for Serbia, okay, yeah, quite crazy. the uh, uh, Victor Vojnovic, Stevan Micic, and uh, Sabalov. That's the three peas in a pod right there. Quite a squad. Oh, check hey, out Smokey uh, McClure's <laughs> track. That's that's awesome. Awesome. Wow, <laughs> that's fantastic. It's <laughs> a star, oh, Tyler. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, hey, he's hey. got the shovel. Let me ask, is, is Michael Church, is that Mac Church? Because there used to be a Mac Church from PA, roughly this weight class, and now there's a Michael Church. I'm assuming that may be the same person. I don't think it's the same person. Um, really? Bec- if it was, I think he would, I think he would, one, I think he'd be at 55, and two, I think he would register as Mac okay. Church. He registers his, as Mac Church for everything. His track wrestling profile says Michael Mac ah, Church. Maybe it is then. Maybe it, maybe it is then. Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. That's yeah, I think it is. Team yeah, PA Brady, Wrestling, Team PA Wrestling Inc. I, yeah, I would have thought he would have registered Waynesburg or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. maybe it is Mac Church Incorporated. Okay. Maybe yeah, mm-hmm. it's a business move. Yes. <laughs> business moves on. You incorporate uh, yourself. You got to you got to ditch the Mac uh, and start going by Michael. I guess maybe. Yeah. Um, if that is Mac Church, then that that makes sixty more interesting. Sixty is a, yeah. a, a good weight too. It doesn't have. There are a couple guys that that are in there that. Um, like just came out of the rankings uh, that that you know have been ranked previously. Um, Joey Blaze, one of those. Ooh. Tyler Kasich just just came up too, and so he uh, moved up for for um, Ultimate Club duels and, and took a couple losses, and he's right on the verge too. So sixty is is I mean that's no joke mm-hmm. of a weight class. Emilio Isagure is in there. He's the guy. Do you guys remember at Super Thirty Two? He beat. Oh yeah. Um, he's uh, the Cejudo guy. He's yeah, he's a Cejudo guy, and uh, oh, who did he, who did he beat? Oh, just got a text. Yeah, that is Mac Church. So, um, Isagure beat somebody super good at at Super Thirty Two, and it was like a big, big surprise. Wait, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. He almost did. He is he the one that almost beat uh, Drake? Or no, no, he beat a uh, New York kid. He beat Jordan Titus. Jordan Titus. Yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He yep. did not almost beat Drake. 
No, but anyway. Um, yeah. This other kid that you might be talking about, there's this Koi Hopke kid. He does not wrestle for me. He's from way up north Wisconsin. This dude wins like everything. And I think he once stayed as a freshman. He might be another name to watch out for. Um, but uh, he literally just wins almost everything. I mean, 110 kilos. Okay. He's literally hey, 31 and all on his track profile. So I'm not lying. He literally won everything. Hey, have you? Literally can't beat him. Can't beat him. <laughs> Could you beat Koi Hopke right now? Could you beat Koi Hopke right now, Ben? Uh, of course, he's a high school kid. Hey, <laughs> hey, could you beat every high schooler in America? I gotta imagine, yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, one ten kilos. If if I mean, hey, if you if you guys like heavyweight wrestling, um, we got Koi Hopke. But Jim Mullen, have you watched this kid, Jim Mullen? That's just a Tell good heavyweight him. name. It's a great heavyweight man. He sounds Jen like Mullen. he's a man already. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. Jim Mullen. Like, Jim Mullen. Uh, Jim Mullen's got a set of three, and one of them's in the little league team, the same as mine. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> Jim Jim Mullen has he has an argument to be to be number one. He's he's a top five kid in the country, but um, he New Jersey State champ as a freshman, and then and then he's a sophomore now. Um, he at heavyweight New Jersey State champ at heavyweight as a freshman. He pinned. What a beast. He's dude, total beast. Um he pinned uh at, at a Nittany Lion wrestling club event, he pinned current number one uh Chase Horn in that Whoa. in that Sagilayev mm. like bat like you know, hook the arm mm -hmm. the way he pinned Kyle Snyder, he, oh. he pinned Chase Horn in that move. He hit a junior high move. Uh except he's he's legit. This he's kid, definitely varsity. You, you know, you talk about guys that we're going to people are going to be talking about and paying attention to for a long time and maybe starting this weekend. If people don't already know Jim Mullen, they'll they'll know, you know, I think they're they're going to they're going to I can't know believe more. someone named Jim Mullen is cadet eligible. I don't know anything <laughs> about this guy. It oh just sounds God. like someone who's ahead of his time. So looking forward to watching Jim. <laughs> it really sounds like a long haul trucker. He's, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's he's legit, man. Don't yeah. I'm not. I think he's awesome, and he's one of those per, uh, people like you say their whole name. Yes. Like, you're not just saying Mullen. Yeah, or yeah. Jim. No, Jim. That, no, that's mm -hmm. Jim Mullen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sounds like he should go to Oklahoma State just with that name. Just mm, being. I like that. Just call yeah. him Jim Mullen all the time. I don't mm -hmm. know anything about. I just learned he existed, and I'm planning. His you know, life. his friends call him Big Jim. Big Jim. <laughs> Big Jim. You should. You should call him Big Jim, <laughs> especially as he wow. gets older, and he'll have a kid. And he'll be he'll be Jim Junior, and then little Jimmy. They'll ask for they'll ask for big <laughs> they'll ask for Big Jim. Yeah, can I talk to Big Jim? Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, I need Big Jim. The Big and, Jim there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ninety two. There's a couple guys too that that uh, are really good. PJ Cassell and Gavin Nelson are are in that bracket. But a a guy that has has really had a good couple of weekends in a row. A Seabolt guy, Ben Keeter. Is somebody I, that I I want to see against Casale and and Nelson. He is the one. I don't know if you guys. I heard you guys talking yesterday about the Ultimate Club duels, the semifinal between Seabolt and um, and M two. He pinned Christian Carroll in a match that like they absolutely needed. He he's he's had a great few weeks. He won uh, folk style nationals and then. His only problem right now is he can't beat guys with the last name Rogers because he lost this weekend to Hayden <laughs> Rogers and Rylan Rogers. So, Dang but there's it. no Rogers in the bracket. So he's in he's, good shape. Yeah, he's he's in good shape. Um, but Seabolt kid, sophomore, he's he's looked really really solid. Oh. Uh, so I'm excited to see what he does with with those two guys in '92. But that's another name that I think people will know a little bit more after this weekend. Nice.
Mm-hmm. All right, Bracky is on the the Jim Mullen. Um, you St. Joseph Regional. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got I got, got reports that we're gonna lose him to football. Oh no! Oh, come oh, on, Big Jim. Goodness. Let's get him on a cadet team. You know, he'll 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 have the time of his life. You know, then... we almost lost uh, Mason Paris, but you know what? He saw the light. Now we gotta got get him. Big Jim. If we lose anybody. It's gotta be to the professional wrestling. Big Jim. Big Jim. I'm good with that. Okay. We're losing Gable. Gable gone. He's still here. We still have him till Whoa, Olympics. Ben, triple threat at WrestleMania. Ferrari, Gable, Big Jim. Man. Ooh. Do they do triple <laughs> tag team? Uh, well, oh, you. That, what? Triple threat, Christian. Big Jim. He'd be. Triple <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Okay. Not, so. Big Jim would be uh, it's like Big, Big Jim Mullen would be the kind of guy because it's been a has, it's been a while uh, I, I think since since we've seen a like a WWE guy that fights in jeans but somebody like a Jim oh Mullen. yes a Big <laughs> Jim Mullen's got jeans yeah. and work guys, boots on leave yeah, leave Jim Mullen alone you guys don't know this dude he's the man that's true Jim Mullen I hope to be alone I want to meet Big Jim I'm telling you he's awesome no but we're like we're fans of him that's the thing. We're, you know, just to, to... you're fans of his name, the words that are in his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of his wrestling. Watch the, the kid. words He's... that are in his name. He's super good. Oh my gosh, Ben, let us have some well, fun. You know. Okay. Anything else, cadet wise, um, to discuss before we move move on? Man, no, no, that's that's pr- that's good. Excited Don't, for yeah. this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Gonna be some fun times. Okay, should we go to questions from friends? I don't have any friends. Let's hit it. Yes. Let's hit it. Okay, cool. Um, With Nick Lee and RBY winning 33-41 this year, Penn State has won a title every weight in the last six years since Megalutis won at 25 and 16. Has any other school ever won all the weights this quickly? What was the previous record? Wow. I am am not aware (laughs) of that. Um Maybe Gable era, 80s, 90s, it happened. What about Oklahoma State? Because they won five that one year, so they got half of them covered in one year. That's a good point. An 04, was it 04 or 05? 05. I feel like they had a lot of multi-champs. Like, not a lot of, like, they didn't have, like, ten different guys. They had, like, five, you know. Rochelle moved weights, so he won two different weight classes. So there's Um, six weights covered. Okay, that's six weights. 49, covered. 65, well, 74. Yep. They got um, Mako at heavyweight. 84, 97 is Rochelle. Mako's heavyweight. Johnny Thompson would have been 133 right before that. Yes. Um, now, 140, 125, 141. Well, Coleman won a title, but that was 33. 33. Also. Should have bumped up Johnny. Yeah. So um, I think 25 no, and 41 and 57 they're missing. But no, that's pretty good. So. Pretty solid run. And maybe well, that- you could actually go, if we say within six years, though, Christian, you could go to either 2011 or all the way back to 99. So if we go back to 99, isn't Teague Moore in there somewhere? Yes, he definitely won NCAAs. Is there um, someone else in there, too? Hmm. So what 99 is a little start? bit before my fan era. Yes. Well, it's six years, so you can go 99 to 05, or you can go 05 to all the way to 2011. So um, Guerrero, oh, he probably won. Well, yeah, Guerrero. He won 26, which we can say is 125. But I don't know what year yeah, that was. 
I'm sure the 26 was in 97. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, Tigmore won 118 in 1998. I don't think Kale has ever had a champion at 118. It's one of the marks <laughs> in his coaching career. <laughs> that's good. I just read this next one, this next question. This is so good. Uh, it was okay. commenting on what we said yesterday. Yup, he said, coaches want to show every kid how tough the sport is on day one. That's like telling a girl on the first date, I love you so much, I want to marry you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. That is a great, that, so I thought that was like true. a perfect comparison. A great line. That is, FRL is the best. Oh, you might be my favorite question to ask her now. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good uh, line. Just It's like, just chill out, dude. It's like, you got the whole... So Kozak says John Smith, Oklahoma State has all ten. Cole Cornell is second, has never won ten, missing one seventy four and heavy. Man, he was so close to seventy four with Lunas a couple times. Mm. And heavyweight, yeah, heavyweight. It's been weird. They've never had an all American at heavy. <clears throat> That's crazy. Wait, wait, wait. Never? Right. What? He's not very confident in that. I'm pretty confident. I think you're right though, but it was just funny how it can't be right, can it? Find find a heavyweight. Never? Cole's been there for like 25 years, Christian. He's been there for a long time. Let's just see. I'm looking right now. Mm -hmm. Just look for the two. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It has, he hasn't. <gasps> what? Rob Cole hates big people. What's wrong with him? <laughs> I don't know. He's, he's, had, on, on he's had plenty of 197-pound AAs, though. So I really wouldn't say that. Really Ollie, Ollie. Yeah, what's the deal Rob with that, man? Now? Yeah, what do you think, Ollie? What, 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 I think I need to connect him with my heavyweight dynasty that I created at Hewlett and get some All-Americans <laughs> bumping through. <laughs> yeah, I think, honestly, you should, you should um, kind of pitch yourself. Make sure you get... One of my heavyweight protégés is in the, in the questions here in the doc. Oh, who's that? Uh -oh. Really? He's the one who's saying I look like Seth Rogen. I don't see that oh, at all. That's not I will say. It's a personality. There is a, there is a picture out there. Um, me fresh off a of wrestling practice with uh, some glasses, my glasses on. And then my coach superimposed, my co-coach, assistant, whatever. Put it next to a picture of Seth Rogen. And it, it did look pretty similar at the time. I had a, I had a Rogen-y vibe. But, yeah, Matt, I, I've blowed up since then. Thanks for bringing that dark time up. <laughs> but, yeah, Matt's real tough, uh, county finalist. And since he brought this up, I'll say he didn't get his fakes off enough. He had a really good blast double, but he needed more fakes. Okay. And that's just – Coach Cole, that's just a taste of the expertise that Ollie could bring to the well, table. I think – I'm going to say Rob Cole is getting over the hump. Unless there's the Rob Cole jinx, knock on some wood right here. Um the heavyweight next year, Luis Fernandez, he's going to All-American. Yeah. It's, well, it, you just put a bunch of pressure on him. That's man. a lot of pressure, but I I like Luis Fernandez. I think there's a great chance He's of that really happening. good. Big Lou. I, I liked Jeremy Sweeney when he was coming out. It looked like he would be the next guy. He was a, coming out <laughs> Damn, of high school, cool. Jeremy Sweeney was pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Luis Fernandez got four shots. I can't say he's going to do it next year, but he, he's going to do it sometime. As long as Ivy League allows sports. As long as they're not like, you know what? No more sports. Seriously. We just do the book learning now. Book? Book? Why book? Why a book? Justin Street. Uh, I remember a kid from Buffalo Gap getting DQ'd in either 2012 or 2013 for continuously kicking my teammate in the head. <laughs> Did that happen to me, Mongoose? Wait, what? Okay. 
So no, this what dude, type of kick? One, okay, one. Shout out Justin Street. He wrestled for Grundy High School. He was he was probably the best wrestler of in one of the best in all of Virginia, but definitely the best in like uh, our division at that that those years. Which division? Fifteen A. I'm sort of stuttering because I can't remember if that was when we were single A or moved to double A. Once we moved to six, I think this would have been the double A era. Um, anyway, one. <laughs> It was Mongoose, but two, he did not get DQ'd. I don't think he kicked anyone in the head. He made listen, on occasion, he would give up some penalty points. He never was DQ'd. He honestly was way more composed than I I thought he would be when he first started wrestling. He would normally get team points taken for just bringing back the cross face as far as he possibly could and just boom, like basically <laughs> punching them in the face. Wow. He, would do, he would do that. Christian, but... you allowed this? He taught it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't teach it, but um, no, I didn't teach it. I mean, look, do you teach everything that your kids do? No. I do not. Christian's not developing the Cobra I mean, Kai but if they did it like all the time, they did it like very, very regularly, then... We, me and me and that athlete would have to have a serious discussion about his behavior. We had a serious discussion w when it happened, but I mean, he would just he didn't get man. He's got to be there. Dude. He wasn't scared. I won't name names, but I had a coach who would uh, who would teach us some dirty stuff. The oh, classic really? was like, as you're stepping up to turn him with the half, you might hit him with your knee. It's an accident. It's an accident. It's an accident. And his uh, famous line was, uh, "I can't tell you to make it hurt, but make him uncomfortable." That was a, is that a uh, is that Bogar or is that Gene Mills? I <laughs> <laughs> not naming names. Mm -mm. He ain't no he snitch. Ain't no snitch. He mm -mm. ain't no Takashi Six Nine. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh my gosh. So yeah, Justin Street. <laughs> um, that mongoose did not get DQ'd, but maybe he, I don't think he. If he kicked in the head, he said he said he was like mule kicking. Yeah, maybe he, he dropped down and mule kick. A bunch he was of trying times. to escape. He was trying to get away. That was an accident what? as well. That was an accident. What did, he, when what did, did that happen? Justin Street and Grundy wrestling, they know they like tough wrestling in Grundy okay. High School. They're no they're not politicians. Do you know about there. no, no politicians. Do you know about Grundy, Ollie? Teach me how to Grundy? No. So Grundy is where Dresser's that was Dresser's first job. He built it. It is yeah. like Southwest Virginia, coal okay. mining country, small town. Okay. Just coal they mining were country. they were smashing people, okay? They were amazing. They were like a nationally ranked team. Then Dresser went from Grundy to Christiansburg. And then built them up. Why? And then Why did he do that? I don't, better opportunity, better job. I don't know. Um, Why don't you drive a Range Rover? And then he blew. Then Grundy and Christiansburg was like, you know, Death Row versus Bad Boy. Like they were, they were like huge rivals. Who who took Where over Buffalo at uh, Grundy? Was someone good? Uh, I think uh, his name is Travis Pfizer Is the name of the coach who was? Oh like yeah, an, he's an Iowa guy. Iowa, he's good. Iowa All American or or whatever. Um, one of I think he's Ollie, on a national That was a funny team. question. I missed that. What was the you, question? Christian missed that though. What? What'd you ask? You said, "Where's know. Buffalo Gap fit in that?" Oh yeah, where's Buffalo Gap fit in that rivalry? <laughs> we are. Um, we occasionally. Yeah, we were never a part of that rivalry. Um, <laughs> uh, who's y'all rival? Riverheads. Riverheads. Terrible place. Okay. Ter terrible. Riverheads school. is the mascot or the name of the place? It's got to be both. Riverheads High School. They're the Gladiators. Oh. It's terrible. Riverheads. Because Buffalo the, heads, the heads of the river converge. Hmm. Why wouldn't it just be Riverhead? Why is there an S? Listen, this is part of the problem. It's a stupid <laughs> school. 
<laughs> I can't stand them. Um, they should be well, the Riverhead Riverheads. The Riverhead Rivers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're the. They should have been the. Are you the Buffalo Gap Buffaloes? We're the Buffalo Gap Bison. Okay. All right. Switch it up. I like that. Yeah. Change it up. Yeah. Uh, was, Back I, in Long Island, this is serious. There is a East Rockaway Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> were, ben, were you the Arrowhead Arrows? We, we were not. We were the Warhawks. Um, well, I cannot think is. of another stupid name. I wish I could participate in this conversation. But I will. Maybe I'll Google stupid high school mascots. There's That's a high school so cool. called Rural Retreat. We, in Colorado, we had a couple agricultural-based mascots. So we had the Brush Beet Diggers. The beet farming community and the Ro and the Rocky Ford Meloneers, which oh a Meloneer big big melon farming community there. There's a high school in West Virginia, uh, Polka High School. What do you think their mascot is? Hauntus? The dots. The dots. I got no I got a good one. Yes, the polka the dots. High, they are the polka dots, but it's P O C A. Polka is the name of the town and the high school, and then they're just the dots. Yikes! Yeah. Wow. If they don't All get right. a dipping dots collab. <laughs> The Hoopiston Corn Jerkers. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I do not want to be a corn jerker. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm not going to say what it. were those imagination schools that we found uh, in oh, Arizona? Yeah, yeah. So um, Arizona, we're, like where Larkin's kids go and stuff. What's the name of that school? Um, uh, Valiant Prep. Valiant Prep. Their oh, league, wow. the, the league that they're in, is like all these schools that, that the name of the school seems ma uh, made up. There's one called like Imagine Imagine Prep Surprise. Imagine Surprise. Ima <laughs> it sounds like a recipe. There's one called uh, Imagine Inspiration. There, th you're like, how are these schools? But they they are, and they're like, so they they're not sanctioned by the Arizona High School Activity Association, or whatever it is. So they just have their own little separate league, and you have to imagine Valiant just probably just kills everybody because mm -hmm. those are schools that probably have three guys on the team. Some of those teams sound like they could surprise Ooh. you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you can imagine. Here's a good one. Chattanooga Central, the per the Purple Pounders. Oh, Oof. man. <laughs> I don't know if I... <laughs> I'm, not I'm not touching What? That. That's fine. Like the Purple People Eater. That's not what it's you know? like. That's yeah. not what it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, we got some good ones uh, in the chat. Oh, let's uh, go. Waters Meet Nimrods. I like the uh, Frankfurt hot dogs. Frankfort hot dogs mm -hmm. in Indiana. Hot dogs. Monroe Cheesemakers. Do you know about that one? That one's in Wisconsin. Oh, that's thing. Wisconsin, baby. That's yeah. southern Wisconsin, yeah. Wait, you know that school? Uh, yeah, of course. You yeah, know about the Monroe Cheesemakers and you didn't think of that school ben, when we were thinking ben of funny names? The, ben I got not five pins at the Monroe Cheesebur Cheeseburger Open so he could uh, <laughs> pad his hog I stats. don't think I've ever actually been to – well, I might have played disc golf in Monroe once because at one point I was trying to play every disc golf course in Wisconsin. The closest I ever got was 71 and 74, but they kept making new damn courses too, many, too much, so I never got to all of them. Uh, the Esterville, Iowa midgets. Midgets, yeah. Hey, I feel like that's getting oh, canceled. You know where you, you know where Tom and Terry Brands went to high school? Mm -mm. Sheldon High School. Sheldon. Yeah. Okay. You know what their mascot is? No. It's, no. it's the Orabs. You know what an Orab is? I do not. No. It's a combination of the words orange and black. But it's that's weird. Not. That's but, bad. I don't. Like which are their school colors? That's Wouldn't it be Orab? The, the Orabs. They just were like, what's. I don't know. Let's make up a word that I don't like that. describes the two colors. Christian, do you know about the Phoebus like Phantoms? The, oh. Phoebus, that's uh, Ooh, yeah. That, you know who went funny. there? Um, Phantoms ain't weird. That's Phoebus, cool. that's a. It's by the beach. Um, Boy, Miami had that. Uh, Miami had a, a quarterback from there when they first were like back. Miami was back. Mm. The first time they were oh. back. The first time they were back. Anyways, I can't remember his name. <laughs> I'll look it up. Um, if you look, look up, up. Uh, 
Yeah. You'll you'll ja, Dan Marino? Taj Boyd. Oh. Uh he went to Clemson. Taj Boyd. No, wait, no, not it's yeah, it's not him. Okay. So you lied. Yeah, I lied. But he's from there's a good guy from Phoebus. He played uh football at Miami. You sure? No. Maybe you're just mixing up orange teams. Miami's orange and Clemson's orange. No, I know I'm not wrong. There's a guy. I'll find Freeport Pretzels in Illinois. Mm. We have a Freeport. Let's go. Next topic. (laughs) Sorry, this is fun. This is good. Let's keep going. Let's say we know where the money's at. I'm gonna take a piss. I'll be right back. Oh, he left. Oh, okay. That's two. That's two uh, unexcused absences in one one episode. What the heck? Benny P breaks over here. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not hurting right now. Yeah, like I don't have to go. You know my bladder's broken twice. I am so much. I me- peed myself. I am so much mentally tougher than Ben Askren. It's not even funny. Was it Xavier <laughs> Adibi Christian? No. Christian's making this person. I'm gonna up. find it. I'm yeah. gonna find Dan it. Dan Marino. Cody Arnold said Minnesota has the blooming prairie awesome blossoms. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's real. I could just be saying stuff now. You see Santa Barbara banana that slugs. Like that's lighting. real. Yeah. That's real. Mm-hmm. Brian Alex and Kill Sanderson's wife was an Esterville midget. Yeah. Midget. Okay. Midget and midget. That's good. That's wow. I didn't even know they were gendered like that. I assume that's what's going on there. Jimtown yeah. Jimmy's. That's real. A Scottsdale Community College. Brian Alex and uh, he was a fighting artichoke. <laughs> Oof. Very dangerous. That's awesome. Right, I, li- I like my artichokes to have right, a little fight in them. All right, here's our fighting artichoke, Ben Funky Askren. Are we are we done with high school names? Yeah, yeah we, we, we're we, waiting on you to get back. Yeah. Okay. All right. Felt um, feel much better. All right, next question. Who will finish with more <laughs> ben world, <seems> relieved. <laughs> world Olympic titles? Gable Dan or Dan Gable? Oh. 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 Ben, you got to make the noise mm. now. Oh, he did it. Hmm. Oh, I feel like you gotta say <laughs> well, Dan Gable because because yes, he has two. Gable Dan only has one shot unless he sticks around for like two months <laughs> and, and then gets another one. Oh, that could be a shoot. But you know what though? <laughs> it's uh, if he wins the Olympic title again, this is the pinnacle of wrestling. And if he's gonna leave, if he's gonna now, if he's gonna stick around, stick around, Gable. We'd love to have you. You're outstanding. But if he's going to leave, that's the time to leave. To win the Olympic title, say, peace, I'm out. If he's going to stay, I think he could win him back to back. Yeah. I, I hope he does. I'm, I'm in the opposing force against Ben Askren. Ben is trying all he can to get Gable <laughs> out of our sport and into WWE. And I am just trying to keep him I'm there not. just as long as we can. The WWE will be there. He'll be able to jump off the top turnbuckle. And enter triple threat tag team matches and do all the fun stuff with Jim Mullen. But can we just hey, try to keep him for a little bit? That's all I ask. You're being selfish. Um, <laughs> yes! Yeah, I'm being selfish. I'm not cheering one way or the other, Christian. I'm just making recognition of the facts that I saw him at WrestleMania. I saw him take a picture with Triple H. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, right, right he's kind of going to be on the Matt wall. the Bachelor? Did, <laughs> now, who's Matt the, who's Matt the Bachelor? Bachelor? Is that a he was the guy that was hell? on The Bachelor. Yeah. He now he's a, a wrestler? What? No, I don't no, know. He was a wrestler. He gets kicked off. You kick that person. Whoever that was, kick him off the show. What? Who? Who? That's his that, name, Kyle. It was Bracky? I couldn't yeah. hear You saw me say it. 
So bracket, bracket I couldn't. Watches. I'm looking at all of you on the screen. Yeah. So we just wait. Um. Yeah. Matt. I don't know, man. Matt the bastard took a picture with Bagel. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what you want me to say. <laughs> Matt the bastard <laughs> sounds like Christian. a like a wrestling name. He yeah. also Christian. took like, a picture with Bad Bunny too, fired. international superstar. I, oh yeah, Bad you, Bunny. Ba I don't know who ben, that is. I don't know how you are as a manager for your, uh, um, for your Life. coaches. Oh, okay. In, in business, but uh, you got a quick trigger finger on the firing thing. At least with if, when it if comes they to the watched the bachelor, they'd be fired. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you found out, Trist, your Max Askren, if you found out he watched the Bachelor, he's out. Max, Max does not watch The Bachelor. He didn't watch nothing. He, he's a strange hippie man. Um, Tristan, <laughs> I almost fired Tristan because he played too many video games. Way too many video games. Ah, yeah. Video games. Video games are bad. Total waste of time. I'm trying he to loves video games. That's unfortunate. Um, yes. What? Video games are fun. <laughs> <laughs> One of our coworkers just said... <laughs> <laughs> been smoking crack and listening to DMX all night. He's, he definitely has. He's, he's, he's just like chatting me. He Listen, to say if you smoke some crack and jammed out the DMX, do you know how much work you'd get done? You'd be like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know a ton about crack, but I don't think those that are addicted are the most productive members of society. I don't think it's a. I don't think it helps. Never know. And with that, <laughs> yeah, you never know. Hang on, I got something here for Ben. Oh, here's Matt the Bachelor. My, this oh. is a. Is this the new? Tag team duo here. Matt the Bachelor and Gable. Matt the Bachelor and Gable, dude. Wow. Look at him. He's really what? short. That's a swaggy thing. Don't pick. let that smile fool you. I don't get it. Is he going to a tag team now or something? Pa yeah, maybe. I think maybe. it's possible. He played okay. uh, Matt the Bachelor. He played wide receiver at Wake Forest. Oh, snap. Mm. Got it. Okay. What a tag team duo. What a yeah. tag team duo. Triple threat rage. Yeah, until Jim Mullen comes through. Or maybe Gable's the new Bachelor. Oh. We didn't think of that. <laughs> ben would ready watch to it settle down. Damn Damn ben, you'd watch too it young. Then. None of those guys young. are ready to settle down. I, would, they I just... wouldn't watch it. He's going to win the Olympics. He's going to settle down. Wife. I try to tell my wife, you're out here trying to watch people find true love. These dudes are trying to hook up with a bunch of chicks. Isn't yes. it obvious? That's Hello, what they're doing. McFly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's um, what they're doing. Up. Ben just spoiled all the reality TV shows for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he just resolved it. Oh, man. All right. And with The Bachelor, we're, we'll go. I think that's when you know it's, all it's comes time back. to go. Yeah, all so comes we're out of here. Hey, I'll, I'll see yeah. you guys in my home state. Kyle, when do you fly out? Tomorrow morning. 5.45 a.m. No, yeah, no right the other way. The other way. Go the other way. When do you go the other way? Oh, literally Sunday night. Hey, so why don't we do Haunchyville on the way out? Ooh. Oh, I'm in. I I'm in. Come. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm in. <laughs> Sorry, Ollie. Look at Ollie's sad face. Oh, man. All right. That's see you so guys pathetic. in Wisconsin. See you, buddy. See ya. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Cadets starts Friday. Watch. Thank you guys. Goodbye. Bye.